Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, I'm actually following up really quick with my last um, podcast. I was talking about the bowel digester, starting it up, how much manure you need. And I actually did the calculation in reverse when I was I was just doing it on the fly. <laughs> I actually did it the opposite way. To kind of give you guys an idea of how much um, cow manure you will need um, per gallon. So let's say that you have a bowel digester and you have X amount of gallons of volume, right, of water that needs to be filled up. I can give you guys a very clear idea of how much cow manure you will need for that amount of gallons. And it can vary, right? Your bowel digester can be small, big, whatever. So um, the bowel digester size that I have is 1,136 gallons, okay? Now I need 80 gallons of cow manure to get it started, to actually start producing what it needs to do, build colonies, and start it off nice and strong. Now, if you break that, if you do the calculation and you do 80, divide it by the 1,136 gallons, that gives you 0.07 gallons of manure that you need. So if you was to take the 0.7 and you times that now by 1,136 gallons, that will give you 80 gallons of cow manure, okay? So let's say we take the 0.07 and we times that by a biodigester that has 100 gallons, of, you know, it can hold 100 gallons of water, okay? You will need seven gallons of cow manure to start up a 100 gallon um bowel digester so that should help a lot of people there i i was doing the calculation in reverse uh so i want to clear that up with everyone so yeah um depending on the size depending on how much gallons your bowel digester is or has um that'll determine how much manure you're going to need so if you have a hundred gallon tank that you're going to be using for your biogas digester, you will need seven gallons of cow manure to start up that 100 gallons um, in order to get it started efficiently. And then you want to keep the biodigester as warm as possible. The warmer you keep it, the better off you're going to be. Gas production will start off a lot faster. Um, you're just going to be a lot happier because it's, it's going to start kicking off and start doing its thing way faster. You know, and then if you can maintain a warmer temperature on your biogas digester over time, a more steady, um, warmer temperature, then you're going to have very good results. You're going to have the ability to be able to put food waste in. The microorganisms will break it down and produce that gas more efficiently and more fast. Because as the biogas digester gets colder or cooler, your biogas production um, tapers off quite a bit. Okay, because the microorganism is like a stomach. They want to be warm. That's when they're most active is when it's nice and warm. When it's colder, they become more dormant. They sit dormant for a while until the biogas digester warms up. Then they become more active and they start doing things. Now, will your biogas digester still produce gas if it's cold? It's going to be like it depends on how cold, right? If you go below 68 degrees Fahrenheit, your gas production is going to start tapering off quite a bit. It will produce gas, but not as fast. It's going to be very slow production, like really slow. So you want to try to keep it up. You know, the warmer, the better. 
the faster the, the microorganisms can multiply, can do their thing, they can break down the food and turn it into biogas, and that's what we want, you know. So the, the key here is make sure you put enough cow manure to get it started and keeping the biodigester at a more constant temperature, if possible, year-round, you know. This is why I'm implementing these heating sources because right now it's, it's not summer yet, right? We're not in summer yet. Um, we're coming out of winter already, but it's still very cold over here. I mean, it's not freezing like a lot of you guys are in the mainland, USA, where it's freezing, you got snow. We don't have that, but it does get really cold, you know, um, well, cold to us at least. At night, um, it'll, the temperatures can drop down to um, 50s, 54 degrees. Um, I've even seen 43 degrees um, on my car um, temperature gauge in your car. So, you know, it does drop down. And the temperature fluctuation on the biodigester, unless you're going to have a heating source or a way to protect it to help maintain the heat, it's going to fluctuate. And that's okay if it does fluctuate. But you don't want something that's, you don't want the biodigester to sit cold. You know what I mean? Because if, you, if, you, if it's sitting cold, you're going to wonder why it's taking so long to, to start to produce the first batch of biogas, you know? And then you're going to get like, oh, it's not working. In fact, that is the number one um, comment that I get on a lot of my videos on biogas. I've helped so many people. I've gotten so many replies from people saying, hey, you inspired me to start my own biogas digester and try it out and do some testing. And then they'll come back and they'll say, hey, it works. It actually works. You know, they're all excited. And then, then you want to build a little bit bigger one, you know, and that kind of stuff. And that's great. But then I do get some comments or questions or people email me. And they say, hey, look, I, I watched your video. I'm very inspired and I want to do this, you know. Um, and, I, and I built a system um, very similar to yours or whatever it may be. But it's been sitting for five weeks and there's no biogas yet. And so the, the two main questions that I, I have to go back to, because this is the two main things that affect your biogas digester is, first of all, did you add enough cow manure or horse manure? If you didn't add enough, then, well, that's part of your problem right there. That's the first problem. And if you did add enough cow manure or horse manure, how, what's the temperature of your biogas digester? Because I can almost bet if you did add the, the right amount of um, cow manure or horse manure and you're not getting any gas, then that means your biogas digester is sitting too cold. It needs to be warmer, right? And the other effect, the other um, issue that you have to look out for is a lot of people will use old manure. Do not use old manure, guys, okay? has to be fresh, no more than two days old if possible. Like at two days, you're pushing it already. You, you want fresh or day-old manure because the microorganisms are, are, are plenty, right? There's lots of them. They're active still. So you want to grab that and throw it into, a, into your biodigester so you can help spread that in your biogas digester. If you're getting old manure, you're going to wonder why. You might have the right amount of manure. You might have the biodigester at a correct temperature, right, at a warmer temperature, and still not get biogas. Well, it's probably because you have picked up old manure. The microorganisms are dead already, you know? So those are like the three main factors that go into your biogas digester. At any one time, you can, it's, if you can understand those three things, you, can, you understand everything you need to know about a biogas digester, right? Making sure you have fresh manure, making sure you keep it warm, 
And then once you start getting biogas, just feed it, you know, feed it food waste whenever you can. Every time you get a chance, put food waste in there. Put food waste in there, you know. We, we consume so much um, food that there's a lot that's wasted. Like I said, I literally have 15 gallons, three five-gallon buckets of um, food waste. You know, old bread that was starting to mold or, you know, leftover pasta or whatever it is. You know, I have a surplus that I'm stashing up right now. That way, when it starts to produce gas, well, guess what? I got a surplus of food already. So kind of plan ahead for yourself, you know, but make sure that you're going to be able to build your biodigester and get it active and get the, get it going, um, in, you know, in a, in a time frame, right? You don't want to start stocking up too much waste food. And the next thing you know, it's all rotten, completely rotten and moldy. And, you know, it's not going to be the best to put in your biodigester at that point. I mean, you can put old rotten food in there, no problem. But, you know, you, you want to, a lot of the energy is being spent out of that food now because it's already breaking down naturally. You want the food to be breaking down in the biodigester so that way the microorganisms can eat it. That's the whole point. So I know a lot of you guys have made your own, and I know a lot of you guys are considering it. And this is not for everyone. This is not for everyone. Let me just tell you that right now. It's definitely not for everyone. But if you're, if you're the type of person like me where we like to do things like this or think outside the box or just try or experiment, or if you want to go completely on biogas, then please listen to the tips I'm giving you because, believe me, I, I've experimented with, what, three or four different biogas digesters. And I found out the hard way of what works and what doesn't work. Because you also got to remember too, when I first started making biogas videos, if you look at the dates on them, they were years ago. And even back then, there wasn't much videos out there about biogas. It was mostly third world countries that I couldn't understand their language. You know what they're talking about. And they're not obviously explaining too much of anything. They're just showing, you know, what's happening. And there was only a handful, like very small amount of videos about that. Now, if you start looking on biogas, um, there's a lot more videos now. I started producing a bunch of videos, which is great because I want to inform more people about it. And that caught traction. And there was a lot more people that started making biogas, dig um, biogas digester videos um, after my videos. And they started doing their thing. So a lot of people are using biogas now, and that's great. But if you're having issues with your biogas digester, those three things is what keeps keeps everything to get it going to get it started that's everything fresh manure keep it warm and put the right amount of manure in there you know if you only put like a handful of manure in there and you're wondering why it's not working well you just don't have enough in there you know think about it like in my terms i'm having to put 80 gallons 80 gallons of cow manure into my biodigester but that's also because my biodigester is 1100 36 gallons. That's a big biogas digester. It's big and long. Right? So, yeah. <clears throat> and now I want to cover one more thing about... Um, I, I built two biogas digesters out of IBC tanks. And an IBC tank is great to get started. And, and there's nothing wrong with contain, continuing to use an IBC tank. But the problem with an IBC tank is the plastic... Um, especially on the top of the plastic, the top of the tank from sunlight, the sun rays really breaks down that plastic pretty quick and it becomes brittle. And so, um, that's pretty much why I don't want to use IBC tanks anymore. They're easy to move around because they're on a pallet, 
right? You can lift them up with a uh, forklift or a skidster. That's how I used to move mine around. So there's that convenience. But then again, too, you're going to end up replacing it. Now, I do see some people where they try to put the biogas digester that they're making out of an IBC tank in a covered shed or in their garage or even under their house. And that's technically okay. The problem is, is that you have no natural resources to help heat it, right? That means you're going to be using electricity. And the only way you're going to get that free is if you have an off-grid system that produces um, excess power that you can put into that system. Other than that, it's not going to stay warm. So that's the challenge you're going to have. So keeping a biodigester outside in the elements, in the sun, really helps you out. Because that's less energy and less everything that you need to put into the biodigester to keep it warm. So, yeah, I don't want to overcomplicate it or anything. It's a very simple process, guys. Uh, just put, put the right amount, put fresh stuff, keep it warm, and you'll be happy. You'll definitely be happy, you know? So... Yeah, uh, if you are building a biodigester that requires that's at least 100 gallons or, you know, you can you can taper it off. If you're only going to be putting building a biodigester that has a 50-gallon capacity, then, well, it's, instead of using 7 gallons of commonure, you'll be using like 2.5, maybe 3 to get it started. You know what I mean? So way less. But if you're building a bigger one, then you're going to need more, a lot more. So... But just remember, guys, the hardest part about the biogas digester is just getting it started, right? If you understand the concept and the three main pillars, you're, you're going to be just fine, you know? And I'll, I'll be honest with you, mixing up cow manure is not the prettiest thing. <laughs> it's cow manure, right? It looks like a very thick chocolate milkshake, <laughs> you know, and it's smelly, right? So it's not for everyone, um, but, you know... I don't, I don't mind that. That doesn't bother me so much at all um, because I know once I put it into the biodigester and get the process started, I don't ever have to put any more um, commoner in there unless I'm going to try to um, balance out the pH of the system, right? So essentially, it's going to be running for years. I don't have to put any more commoner. I just put food waste. And there's not going to be a smell anymore because everything's enclosed. So the, the hardest part is just getting it started. Pick a good location where the sun is always on your biodigester if possible. Keep it out of the wind. That's my issue right now is trying to, it's so windy over here, you know, and it's hard to, and I did put the biodigester on the side of my house where my house does act as a wind block, but even then, you know, it's because it's so windy over here and the wind kind of wraps around my house and goes different directions sometimes, um, you know, keeping the wind off of it is going to be a challenge. So it looks like I will be building some type of either a hoop greenhouse or some type of greenhouse over it. That way I can keep the wind off of it. Because because I, I, I've been monitoring it. I do have a temperature sensor in my biogas digester. And I'm literally dropping at least 5 to 7 degrees just from the wind. So it, I'll, I'll be able to get it heated up and then... You know, I'll stop heating it and then I'll, I'll just watch how fast it cools off from the wind. And the wind is cooling it off quite a bit, guys. It's kind of like if you was to take a frying pan, right? You get it, you know, really hot, right? And you take it out and you put it into the wind. It starts to cool off pretty quick because the wind is touching, hitting that pan and dissipating that heat. Same thing with the biogas digesters, guys. So anyway guys just wanted to clarify how much biogas i mean sorry how much manure you need to start up your biogas digester 
I really hope that information finds you well and helps you on your project, and I'll see you guys on the next one.